first of all, I want to say just real quick that I shaved my eyebrows too far apart. I really hate it. Oh, okay, I didn't even notice, but <laughs> sorry, I just, I've been literally staring at it this whole time, and I'm, I'm like, sorry, I you're like, really you're hate like, it. You're like, can we please turn off the camera because I don't want to look at my <laughs> eyebrows anymore. <laughs> I know I have to freaking draw them on oh the eyebrows look great hey look at mine like I I have one that's like whooshed and then the other one's like actually nice and they do not look even at all and I'm like hey look eyebrows are supposed to be sisters not twins you're right you're right mine are not twins by any means Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Binger's Anime Edition. As always, I'm your host, Nanami Kinto's Bitch. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm your host, you know, Gasai Simp. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, we discovered on, uh, 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 what's it called? Zoom, Zoom. That you can rename ourselves. So we renamed ourselves to <laughs> these names. So these are we're your hosts today, apparently. Yes. I'm just Yuki. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. So welcome to our podcast, uh, Binger's Anime Edition. Uh, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, this is going to be fun. We completely, I'm off my game. I'm off my game. <laughs> We're just a little old podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're a little old podcast that talks about different animes or fellow weaves out there. Damn straight. Got there. Okay. Whoa. I'm really out of it, bro. <laughs> that threw me off. I didn't think renaming ourselves would throw me off that much. <laughs> Jeez, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus Christ. Uh, but Mo, how has your week been? It's been pretty good. I've been off this week, Ooh, so nice. I haven't had to get up super early in the morning, which I'm very grateful for. Oh, yes, I'm sure that is nice. I've been able to sleep in. Um, I went running today oh, before we recorded oh, I no. wanted to die <laughs> like literally running is the bane of my existence yeah running's not that great running kind of sucks and uh no like literally the only way I can motivate myself to run is if I pretend that somebody is chasing me from behind <laughs> And, like, I'm trying to get away, which I honestly know in a real-life situation that that would not work out in my favor because I suck at running and I could not run to save my life. (laughs) But I can always hope that by training for that situation that it will work out. (laughs) You know, like, oh, uh, every every time you turn the block, you're like, he's right around the corner. I got to keep going. Well, it doesn't help that, like, it doesn't help that every time I hear, like, a pine cone fall or like a leaf or an acorn or something that I'm instantly like oh my god something's like right there you're like I'm gonna die I'm gonna die I'm gonna die like freaking Todd Habercorn is following me on my run fucking Todd Habercorn is following me on my walks dude not gonna lie when I go on my walks around like Boomer Lake or I go for a jog the entire time I'm like okay if a car pulls up to me right now I have a keys in my hand I can stab the person and just run I know this is the dull in the key I know it's dull it probably won't do much I'll go for the eye and I gotta split if I have to jump at Boomer Lake and swim I don't care if it's 20 degrees outside I'm gonna have to do it and I'm like prepared worst case scenario we always have a plan yeah, I'm just like, yeah, this is, you. this is the training 
for when that situation happens and I'm trying to run away from someone. Oh, I'm, yes. I'll know what to do. We should um go on a run together sometime and just record no. ourselves for the podcast <laughs> and be like, like you're on a run and I just pull up in my like creepy white van and start chasing you like with a ski mask and something. Uh, so you are truly motivated to run and see how well you do. <laughs> Yeah, oh my gosh, that would be freaking hilarious. Can you imagine? I get Taylor and Gabe in it and we get our whole D&D group. We find when you're going on a jog and we all pull up in our white van and just <laughs> act like we're about to kidnap you. We would literally get so many cops called on this. It would be so bad. Oh my gosh, you guys are just like chasing me through like the freaking Pathfinder in Bartlesville, <laughs> like with masks on and like... We're like just standing in the woods and then like while you're like jogging, you slowly see like these people dressed in all black coming for you, kind of cold. Yes. And then like we come for you. Of course, it's not like no one else is there. There's going to be other people on bikes and they're going to see us doing this. And I, that'd be hysterical. <laughs> we corner you on that one bridge. We're like, we're, we're literally like, um, we like stop and we're like, no, this is motivational running. They're my friends. <laughs> Everything's fine. No, you know, it'd be terrible when, you know, that one bridge that's suspended that you jog over the yes. river. Uh, if like we got two people on one end of it and two people on the other end and when you pass it, we just like trap you <laughs> and just chase after you. You're like, you got to jump. <laughs> you got to jump. We're working on your swimming now. I know the water's really shallow. You might not survive, but get on it, bitch. Let's oh, go. It would be terrifying. There's like, um, I think there's like a YouTube video out there. It was like a false ad or some funny video someone made about like, oh, yeah, I started a business. It's to motivate people to run. And like, they literally do their oh, worst Oh, they fears. scare, yeah, with yeah. their worst fears. Like, and like, clowns will chase chocolate. them. <laughs> They're like, some people offer chocolate. But we chase them around with um, clowns. Fear. And they're, they're the calories they, they lose and everything else the results are they speak for themselves they go up exponentially and i'm like oh my gosh this is a, an amazing business model also the amount of cops called is going to be a problem but that's okay <laughs> can you imagine that actually becoming a legit business like people would be seeing someone get chased with a ski mask and everyone be like oh that's casual it's the norm i feel like it is somewhere it's gotta be there's absolutely Dude, no way in this society so that there isn't. <laughs> well uh guys let us know if that's how you guys are motivated to run as well. Uh, honestly, I think it'd be pretty great to hear what everyone else's motivation for running is. For me, it's my depression and feeling sad and rejected and alone and not wanted and unloved. Like literally the only way I can motivate myself to run is that my life has to be on the line. <laughs> Otherwise, I do not want to run. Like, oh my gosh. Running, as I will say, is the bane of my existence. It is true. It is the bane of your existence. I love it. I love it. Yeah, this this week I've been trying to go to the gym more, like, you know, and I, I've only, I only go once a week now. Uh, I, I can't do it. And, like, Thursday morning I got up. I'm like, I don't want to go to the Colvin to work out. So I just went to the really crappy gym here at my apartment complex and threw some dumbbells around. And I was like, that seems legit. I feel I feel like I worked out a little bit. <laughs> oh, it's doing so well, Mo. We're doing so well. Time of our lives, Maddie. Oh, yeah. Also, speaking of Todd Hypercorn, I have no Todd Hypercorn updates this week. No Todd Hypercorn. Wait, did I tell you about did I tell you about the shadowy figure that was in the corner of my room? No, you did not. Okay, well, okay, so, 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 so. this was on Sunday. This is why we didn't talk about it. Sunday night, I was FaceTiming someone, um, you know, as you do, 
And after I finish the FaceTime, I look in the corner of my room and the one above my fridge, and there's like a black shadowy ball that kind of just goes down this corner of the 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 the, the wall behind the fridge and just kind of disappeared. And I said, I'm not dealing with this bullshit. So I ran into Aaron's room and talked to him for three hours instead. Mm. <laughs> and it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a spider, y'all. It was like a it was a pretty decently sized black shadowy figure. It wasn't oh a figure. Gosh. It was like a orb. I don't know. It was whack. I was like, I'm losing it, y'all. I'm I'm not here for it. So I left. But also, I've started. Um, this is gonna sound weird. I'm. I don't know if the podcast listeners have figured this out yet, but I'm a pretty spiritual person. I have a lot of weird spiritual things happen. Um, Mo, I'm pretty sure I see people's auras now. Like you see people's auras. Like okay, I didn't know it's that's what it was because I thought aura was like. You know, like the colors and, you know, like that kind of stuff. But no, like how I how I pick up on it is when I see someone that's doing like well mentally or like doing like they're happy, they seem brighter. Like they genuinely like in their general tone of color seems brighter. And if they are doing poorly, they seem just really, really dark. And like they look darker. Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, does that happen to you? Um, I mean, yeah, I can... I mean, I can genuinely kind of tell if somebody's like... Yeah, guys, so um, there's been a slight time jump since what you just heard into now because our internet crapped out yesterday. So we're trying again Sunday morning. <laughs> yes, we are back. Uh, we've had a whole, like, 24 hours. <laughs> it's really to... remnants on our day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh... But yeah. you want to hear the whole complete shit show that was my morning? Guys, this is amazing. This is perfect. Yes, well, I would love to hear your, your shit show of a morning. <laughs> so I like set my alarms and stuff like that so I wouldn't sleep in like I did last week, you know. <laughs> and at like around 9.30, I get like a text from my grandma that was like, Hey, because my little sister and her friend spent the night last night for, mm -hmm. like, her birthday party. Okay. And so I get a text this morning at, like, 930 that was like, hey, the girls are in here, like, bothering me about how um, there's pee in the bathroom. What? Yeah, that there's pee all over the bathroom. Can you get up and go check on it? And so I was like, well, what the fuck? And I get up, and I, of course, I let Milo out of my room. He hasn't been out of my room all night. And then um, I, I'm, like, still really groggy. I'm still really tired. I'm like, dude, it's fucking 930 in the morning. You really think I want to be dealing with this shit? Um, and both my sister and her friend are coming out of the bathroom and I'm like well, hey what's the deal what's going on with the bathroom and they're like oh it smells like pee in there and like I can see it. there's pee you know and there's pee all over by the toilet and all that kind of stuff and I was like I was like is it getting is it getting cleaned up and they're like yeah it's getting cleaned up and I was like all right and so I just kind of I, I went back to bed and I was like, whatever, it's way too fucking early to be dealing with this right now. And so I went back to bed. Probably about 30 minutes later, I get another text from my grandma that was like, 
they're like saying that Milo did it. And I was like, okay, well, that's a fucking lie because Milo was in my room the whole entire night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so of course, of course. finally, at that point, I get up. And the fact that I've had this dog for almost three years and he's only ever peed in the house once or twice. I don't know, on the toilet in the bathroom? Exactly. Uh, there's a little sus. Something is not quite adding up here. I know, right? And so finally, by the time that I got up the second time, my mom was here. My mom was pissed. And, like, you know, she's literally, like, the girls are, like, running around trying to get things picked up. My sister's already yelled at my mom once, and she's just ready to put the fear of God into my sister. She yelled at your mom? <laughs> yeah, she yelled at my mom. Oh, no. So, you know, she's about to get real bad punishment. Fucking Sydney's going to come out. Bitch slap her. <laughs> and uh, so finally I'm in there and I'm like, well, how, how in the hell did pee get all over the bathroom? I was like, okay, because here's how it's adding up for me. I have my own bathroom. Our grandma has our own bathroom. The only, I mean, so it wasn't. It had to be the two girls. Yeah. 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 I see your point. I see your point. I was like, I was like, and Milo for the last two years that I've had him has never peed in the house. And he was in my room the whole night. Plus, after everyone left, it didn't smell like pee. So from the time that we, everyone went to bed or everyone left besides you guys. And this morning, somebody went into the bathroom and peed or fucked around and was laughing or sat down on the lid or something and started peeing and it got everywhere and then nobody wants nobody wants to fess up to it uh dude i'm sorry for me the when you just said pee on a toilet seat i was like yeah this ain't for me i'm never having kids i'm already over this story (laughs) no literally this is not my thing is my life all the time and like i just now found out earlier that yesterday they were playing in the fucking scentsy wax yesterday and i literally looked at my mom those one time yes and (laughs) we're not going to talk about that story if you want (laughs) to listen to that story you can it's probably somewhere on the podcast you definitely can go find it Um, Sorry, best moment I've heard of your dad. I'm like, yeah, that perfectly sums up Mo, Mo's dad. <laughs> but they were playing in the Scentsy Wax. And I literally looked at my mom and I was like, at that point, I don't know why you let them spend the night. Like, they were playing in the fucking Scentsy Wax. Um, she was like, yeah. She's like, that was bad judgment. I should have just called it off at that point. And yeah. honestly, the little girl that she had over last night jocelyn oh we're still gonna shit on jocelyn now (laughs) no i I was having reservations about having her over because apparently she was getting in trouble for being mean to her mom and her little sister and so originally she wasn't allowed to come but then my mom you know did some convincing to her mom and stuff and was like hey like it's Jess's birthday and Jocelyn was the only girl that she invited and blah 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 you know and so Jocelyn's mom was like yeah like I can pl- yeah she can come just there has to be like an understanding that she's been really mean and she's been hateful and like all that kind of stuff you know like it's not you know and yeah, my no, mom was she like yeah come. no 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 that was bad judgment call on everyone's part I'll say it. Oh, she's definitely not 
letting that happen. She's not letting that happen again. So, dude, uh, you've had an eventful uh, couple hours. I, I've on the other hand, was sleeping. Morning. I was and sleeping because I, I was hungover. I was so mad, and I told them I was like the the stipulation to you guys sleeping over here was that I wasn't going to have to clean anything up. It is your party. It is your mess. And the only reason I allowed you guys to spend the night over here was that the next day I wasn't going to have to clean anything up. And then you had to clean up a little piss. And I'm probably going to end up having to clean shit up now. Oh, Mo's going to burn someone. Just gonna get no, it. I am because I was Oops. mad, and I even told mom in the my mom in the first place. I was like, "You probably need to take them back to your house." Yeah, I remember because we were trying yesterday to record, and it just it the internet literally crapped out. It was like nah, and I was like, "Um, I was gonna have a rough night." Yeah, I was literally like, I told my mom. I looked at her, and I was like, "You know, nanny's not feeling good." You know, I'm not, I'm not wanting to watch your kids. I did not sign up to watch your kids. Um, I was like, so if Nanny's not feeling good and can't chaperone, you need to take them back to your house. Yeah, it's crazy. People are insane sometimes. Oh, God. I was just like, and then they ended up spending the night and stuff. And I was like, well, I could have told you that this was going to happen. Yeah, just kind of a shit show. Yeah, I... I had a much better evening than that and morning. I, I went to the bars. It was great. It was I lost my group though. So oh. I I you know, I like going I don't like the union. I like the copper penny. And so we were going to the copper penny and then everyone started going to the union. I was like, well, I don't like the fucking union. So I went to the copper penny because that's where I thought we were going. And no one else was there. So I just sat by myself and drank my drink. Why don't you like the union? It's too loud. There's too many people. It's obnoxious and noisy yeah not my scene not my scene <laughs> but yeah uh, well that's been our weeks um it's been kind of a mess uh sorry guys for this weird episode and recording because jesus the internet our internet suck it's actually just, yeah you guys are because <laughs> we were even talking about yesterday the little bit that we had recorded just putting that out there and saying like here's just an update on our lives yeah we're like sorry sorry but uh we couldn't get around to it and we're like hopefully it works tomorrow uh it's great it's great uh, yeah I we should oh go ahead get into it oh uh, yeah. no i don't have much i was just gonna say i, I started made in the abyss last night oh uh, yeah how was it yeah i fell asleep <laughs> It gets better. It's really slow in the well, beginning. I think I was just super tired and it was, I was reading, you know, it's sub. So like I'm reading and I was just like falling asleep and I was like, I can't do this. So I switched to Overlord and straight up fell asleep. And, so, <laughs> and I'm like, guys, it's four o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> Why am I sleeping? It's because I drink way too much. No, yeah. Speaking it. of anime, we should probably get into this shit show of an anime we're about to review. Uh, <laughs> yes. I don't know, Mo. What where do you stand with this anime before we even get into it? Like, well, do you considering like it? that, like, one of my like husbandos is in it. Okay, okay. I don't know. Yeah, I I'm kind of biased. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I don't know. We'll 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 get into it. I ha- I have points on both sides of the spectrum, so I'll I'll unlike them. I typically like it. So. All right, Mo. Will you like to introduce what we're reviewing this week? Yes, we are reviewing. Seven Deadly Sins. Yeah, can't wait for this review. <laughs> you just you act like 
I act like I hate this anime, but in reality, most of my D&D campaign is based off of this anime, so. I mean, in all honesty, guys, I'm sorry, but we're probably going to bring up the abridged version quite a bit. Yeah, I watched it on Friday night. It was great. I was like, oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so. All right, well. Okay, so the layout for the Seven Deadly Sins is kind of weird. Because it's divided up into, like, seasons and stuff like that. But each season has its own, like, story and name and stuff. And so it's, it's, like, separate, but it's all together, which is really weird. Um, And each season has a different director and about like halfway through the studios change and it's oh good that's what we like to hear i did not realize that this makes a lot of sense though yeah so uh for the first season of seven deadly sins uh tensei okamoru directed it um the music is by hiroyuki sawano and takafumi wada uh the studio for the first season for the first three seasons is a1 pictures sorry guys our internet crapped out right there i honestly don't remember what the last thing i said was so um you were talking um, about the anime (laughs) yeah (laughs) no shit (laughs) yes thank you um so i think that the last thing i said was that the first season ended of march 29th of 2015 uh, yes. The first season has 24 episodes and two OVAs. Um, and pretty much every season after that has 24 episodes, except mm-hmm, for season mm-hmm. two, which only has four. This is a lot. And so the last two seasons of Seven Deadly Sins were made by Studio Dean. <laughs> okay, okay. Yes. It's it's a lot, guys. So uh, the whole series has ran from October 5th of 2014 to June 23rd of 2021. And I'm pretty sure that this last season was the final season. I don't think that yeah, they're coming out so. with any more. Um, and the franchise also has two movies seven deadly sins uh the movie prisoners of the sky and seven deadly sins cursed by light which should be available for streaming on netflix october 1st so it should be up there now oh nice uh, yeah it, the anime is kind of confusing because also like the first season is produced by a1 studio if i remember correctly but it's the first three seasons are by A1 Studio. Okay, gotcha. Which is probably why I only like the first three seasons. But anyway, but then um, it's like Netflix original. Netflix is making it that, but they didn't help with the production of it at all. So it doesn't really make sense why Netflix is acting like they. it's a Netflix yeah. original. <laughs> so it's like licensed by Netflix. So it's not on any other like anime streaming platform except for Netflix. Yeah, it's it's whack, dudes. It's whack. But yeah, that is Seven Deadly Sins General Proto. Uh, there's a lot going on there. Anything else you need to talk about, Mo? Um, no, I don't think though, except that it was just adapted from a manga. Yeah. Um, and, um volumes forty-one. Uh, and the original run of the manga was it actually ended uh early last year. Oh, gotcha. 
So. Uh, and then um, the general genres of it, it's like it's an action. It's a your t- most the most typical shonen anime you can imagine. Like, it like is, literally adventure fantasy. <laughs> it takes all the basic tropes and does them. And we'll get about it. Like I, I have a couple of points to make in the, the, the storytelling aspect of it. But I can do a general synopsis real quick, which is more just describing the setting of this anime because it's a pretty straightforward plot as all shonens are uh, <laughs> that okay <clears throat> my synopsis voice mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in a world similar to european middle ages the feared yet revered holy knights of britannia use immensely powerful magic to protect the region of britannia and its kingdoms however a small subset of the knights supposedly betrayed their homeland and turned their blades against their comrades in an attempt to overthrow the rulers of leonis they were defeated they were defeated by the Holy Knights, but rumors continued to persist that these legendary knights called the Seven Deadly Sins were still alive. Ten years later, the Holy Knights themselves staged a coup d'etat, and thus became the new tyrannical rulers of the Kingdom of Leonis. And that's pretty much the general setting of the anime. Uh, I think that's a pretty good setting. Like, that's pretty much just what it tells you every first episode. Every episode, they're like, here's the story of this co- this country in the intro, so... But yeah, pretty much what happens is uh, Elizabeth, the uh, the youngest princess of the kingdom of Leones, has um, stumbles across a a, bar, a tavern guy. Uh, what is it? A bar? Uh, a bar? What is it called? A barkeeper? An innkeeper? Yeah. An innkeeper? What's that? What's Jesus Christ? Barkeep. A barkeep. There, he stumbles across a barkeep that happens to be the leader of the Seven Deadly Sins, and upon her pleading, which if we're going to be honest, it's kind of a weak story point, but we're going to move on from that. And <laughs> Meliodas and Elizabeth decide to get all the other descends together, and they are going to go save the kingdom, which really doesn't, like, I'll, I'll be honest, guys, this is, like, my first issue, and probably my biggest issue with the anime. Meliodas and Elizabeth are the two weakest characters in the entire anime, and their entire the whole show revolves around them, but they have, like, no good motivation to do anything in the first season. Like, Meliodas is like, sure, if Elizabeth wants me to, I'll do it. And then Elizabeth is like, oh my gosh, Meliodas, I like it when you grope me. And then that's pretty much well, the whole anime. If you just, yeah, if you just watch the first season without watching like the rest of the series, I mean, when you watch the rest of the series, you kind of understand like why Meliodas does all that. Yeah, but that's bad storytelling because you shouldn't have to be like, you. Sh- there should never be a point where you're like, oh, that they, uh, you should never be in anime or any show where people do things and everyone else is like that literally makes no sense why are you doing that and then it's explained four seasons later like that is not good storytelling in my opinion there's no there's no plot hook like there's no plot hook for the character to be motivated to do it i don't know my whole stance on it and stuff was because like i mean yeah later on down the road you kind of find out like why he because i mean yeah it is really weird that he just does this stuff for elizabeth you know and that he doesn't really ask questions or anything like elizabeth is like i need to do this and he's like yeah i'll do it for you yeah you know but then like you kind of find out their past and all that kind of stuff and it makes sense why he would do all that stuff for elizabeth yeah once you once you get the history and everything about their past especially the last season you're like oh this makes complete sense but also and i think that also kind of like it also like makes me feel bad for Meliodas in yeah. a way, just because like she doesn't know what's going on and like why he would do all this stuff for her, but he knows. 
you know, and the fact that, I don't know, I just feel like it kind of almost makes their relationship sadder. It definitely does. It, it, it adds a lot of depth to the relationship and their character, even though it's very cliche, but it, it does add a lot of depth. But speaking mm-hmm. of cliche, y'all, the thing with the seven deadly sins, it's, I will say this much. It does not try to be original. It definitely takes pretty much every trope from all these other really popular animes and you know, pretty much makes that into their own version of it. But they do everything really, really well. I will say that much. Other than Meliodas and Elizabeth being fairly weak main characters, I would say every other trope they do is pretty good. And except for the fan service trope, they do a really bad job at the fan service trope. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like every anime does. Well, really that's trope. fair. That's fair. <laughs> that's I, I like fan service. Uh, anyway, but like it, it literally has the typical overpowered main character, which in this anime, the main character is so ridiculously overpowered. He never breaks a sweat, which I personally don't like. It um has like the like it literally has the weird animal companion thing that almost every shonen anime has. <laughs> you know, like Hawks the pig and like Fairy yeah. Tail has Happy the little cat. Yes, it's just like I thought that was funny. And then like you know, you you have your typical uh, tournament arc. You have the classic oh the main characters are hated by the kingdom so they have to prove themselves type of thing. You know, you have uh, they literally take greed from FMA Brotherhood and make him better in like Bond as a character. So it's just, I think it does a really good job at taking already used material and just making it better. Yeah. And I mean, I will comment about like the fan service thing. Fan service is not bad when it's put into a spot in an anime appropriately. Yeah. What I really don't, what I never really liked about Seven Deadly Sins is that I felt like they included fan service at really inappropriate times. Yeah. Also, the way they handled the fan service was weird because most of the time when you watch anime and there's some sort of fan service or groping or something like that, normally the, the female or someone will smack the crap out of the male that did it. But in this anime, anytime Melodious uh, gropes Elizabeth, Elizabeth is like, oh, oh, no, because she probably likes it. And I don't like that. I'm like, this, that's not cute. I was like, that's just sexual harassment. You literally have her dressing up as a waitress for your bar. And I'm like, I don't like this. I I don't know. I just, like, don't get me wrong. Like, fan service in an anime timed appropriately can be actually really funny and really tension breaking. But when it's, like, all the time and it's, like, if it, it, like, it basically becomes one of the three characteristics that you use to describe a character. I don't know. I don't really, I feel like they're relying too heavily on the fact that he, you know, gropes Elizabeth. Which and I, that's. I do, I could, you could argue the reason why he um, does do this is to try to make himself look more human. But still, yeah. it's still pretty lazily done. And also, yeah. also the fan service, specifically the groping, goes away by the like, third season like I don't think he ever does it at all during the last season um I mean yeah because I mean the last like couple seasons are like more they have more of an intense feel yeah that's to true. them and so it's it would be it, I think that there's some like I, I don't want to give away too many spoilers but towards the end and stuff like that when everything's like resolved and all that mm-hmm. you do know what makes me mad about the the abridged version what they don't have any of the fan service scenes in it 
you know how many jokes could have been made how much like inappropriate humor could have been used and they just didn't even include it it. i know i was like missed opportunity i was like you fools you schmucks what are you doing you fools 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 my story started two thousand years ago But um, one other thing about the story I'd like to say is it is incredibly is easy to binge this anime. Yes. Like ridiculously easy. And I mean, I'm saying stuff right here and I'm kind of, you know, like, well, there's this and this wrong with it. But I actually really like the anime yeah, because it is very easy to watch. I personally really like all the other sins than other than Melodius. Whenever they bring like this, the side characters. And oh yeah. I really, really like that. I I typically found myself really liking the other sins like Bon or King or Deanne. You know, Merlin. Gother. <laughs> like honestly, Gother. like I'll be honest, how I view this anime, I think this anime would have been really, really good if like the main characters were Deanne and King. And the story revolved yes. around them. And then Mel- Meliodas was the pervy side character and Elizabeth was like you know, the fan service female princess, and it was not that they were the main characters. I think yes, the anime would have been really good. In the fourth season, where when Deanne and King had their own arc. Oh, so good. About, like, their story and all that, and them trying to, like, overcome and, like, all that. I absolutely loved that whole section. Same. And then in the first season, my favorite arcs were everything with Bon. Yes. And then- I really loved the story of, like, um elaine and vaughn yes it was so good and then also like we're getting a little bit into characters now but king and bonds yeah. like hatred and stuff and i just think misunderstanding it's a misunderstanding and i love it and like another thing that is really funny about the seven deadly sins like the sins themselves they literally are constantly fighting each other like all the time misunderstandings jealousy whatever it may be they're just fighting and it's it's interesting because the sins are so much more powerful than everyone else in the kingdom they're the only ones in the same playing field and they're constantly just fighting each other and it's entertaining yes. for us and then they still add some random tournament arts to give them an excuse to fight even though they constantly are fighting but whatever but it's just it's funny to watch like these huge heroes of this kingdom also just being a bunch of children around each other you know like having a good time and they're, they're really just doing it for fun yeah which i think is actually kind of wholesome i think that in all honesty <laughs> I I really hate Meliodas and Elizabeth love story. Oh, same. I really do. I really hate it. Like out of all of the love stories, out of all of the couples, I really hated theirs the most. It's so cliche because I felt like yeah, I felt like it cliche. It was was cliche, and a lot of it really didn't make sense. Yeah. Um, but I really love how they did Bond and Elaine's story. Yes, I agree. I just, I felt like that was probably the purest, like, love in the whole series, you know? I I will say this much. Okay, this, obviously, I've not fallen in love with anyone. But who (laughs) fucking gives up their immortality for a woman? Like, this dumbass gave up his immortality to try to save this chick. Which, okay, I get it's character development. He's not being, he's not greedy anymore. He's not being selfish, but I'm over here like, bro, no, that's stupid. I'm sure you could have found another way to save her. Why are you doing this? 
also, why did you do it before your big final boss battle? Why couldn't you have waited, you know, to like yeah. save her after the big fight and can continue using <laughs> your immortality to kill? At least, at least he was able to like go through purgatory <laughs> and like. Jesus Christ, that was awful for him. I was like, Rip Bond. Also, I don't care that much about my friends. I'm like, are you guys lovers now? Because like, I wouldn't have gone to Purgatory to save someone. Am I just well, selfish? I will say this though, is that when they were telling like Bond and, e- and Elaine's story, I didn't even realize that they were a couple until it was explicitly stated that they were. I thought that he just always felt guilty that he got her killed. Oh, really? I thought I thought it was really clear in like the first couple interactions. I mean, like I knew that she had something for Bond, but I never knew that he had had a thing for her. Yeah, it's really weird, guys. It took it's a minute. Also, it's, and she looks like she's I always, 12. Yeah, I always just thought that he felt guilty that he got her killed. Dude, when we were watching the abridged uh, last on um, Friday night, literally, I think it was Luke was like, "Ah, oh, yes, you're kissing a twelve year old girl. I'm proud of you." And I was like, "Oh my god!" It's like she's actually older than Bond. She's like <laughs> thou- like hundreds of years old because she's a fairy, but it's she looks she's like, like thousands she's, of years old. Yeah, she looks like she's twelve though, so I get it. And he's immortal, so like, woo. Well, and then the fact that just like I just freaking king and how he's like you killed my sister and i'm like dude you didn't even go back to the fairy forest to figure this out yourself you just automatically assumed that bond killed your sister you're being a total douche right now (laughs) the douchiest of douches but yeah we've rambled a lot (laughs) we should probably actually get into the characters a little bit yeah a little bit more so people actually understand what we're kind of talking about Um, yeah so there's a shit ton of characters in this anime like so many yes but we are not talking about all of them we'll talk about the sins and maybe a few other important characters but and i i really there's really not a whole lot to say for each sin because it's pretty much self-explanatory but yeah would you like to start yes so we'll talk about uh the two main characters ones we've already rambled about quite a bit um we'll talk about meliodas meliodas (laughs) <laughs> Meliodas. Meliodas. Um, so Meliodas, he is he looks really young, but the more that you find out about him, he's actually quite old. Yes, of course. Um H- <laughs> this kid. Yes. Thousands of he years old. Is extremely strong, and nobody really knows why he's extremely strong. Yeah. Um he just is and everyone's like oh yeah like captain he's like super strong like yeah Yeah. he's well he's also the sin of wrath so like his is anger and so which is funny because his personality is so aloof and so nonchalant and non-caring that it's ironic that his is wrath but you see it in moments when he like loses his shit Uh (laughs) yeah especially when it comes to like elizabeth the other main character and when he loses his shit you can really like oh yeah yeah oh there's the wrath um, but he carries around this broken sword mm-hmm. um, that releases his like attack, which is called full counter, which basically can um, send back any type of attack that's yes. given to him, yes. like tenfold back to the other person. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's not really much to say more about him I unless... Mean giving away stuff yeah about I mean, the show we don't have to say much but 
I will say this much about Meliodas. I think he is one of the weak, w- the worst in terms of character, uh, main characters I've ever watched in anime. Because he's he doesn't a- really have a lot of depth to him. He has him. no depth to him, but the thing is, he's so freaking overpowered, and he has no motivation, really. Like, so in the first season specifically, uh, he has no, like, he never has to try. Everything is super easy. He's so aloof, and he's kind of carefree. But, like, most of the time when you have a main character, they're either motivated purely by revenge, um, Aaron Yeager, or motivated by, like, being weak and wanting to gain power, which we see both of those tropes often. But this character is completely different, which I think is the anime's way of trying to make a new and original main character, something that's kind of twist the main character on its head. But, like, there's a reason why we like characters that are motivated by revenge, because it's easy to relate to and we want them to succeed. Meliodas yeah. doesn't really have a goal other than I'll just do whatever Elizabeth tells me to. Yeah, his whole main objective in the first season is, oh, Elizabeth asked me to do this, so I'm going to do it. If yeah. Elizabeth hadn't asked me to do it, I wouldn't have done it. Exactly. And like, also, like even later in the um, like anime in the last season, Meliodas has a very good reason to be incredibly angry and have revenge he wants to seek, but he doesn't do it. He's not motivated by anger, which is, I think, an incredibly weak storytelling element because he's literally the sin of wrath. That makes literally no sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm like, what the hell is happening? I don't know. I would be, I, I'm going to use like parents as like a blanket term, but I would be so mad at my parents for what they did to yeah. me. I'd be like, Bridge, you should be like wanting to, I've seen an- characters in anime be a hold a grudge for way less <laughs> right <laughs> like oh shit that kid ate my raisin that kid ate my but raisin i think that he grade. follows along with elizabeth because elizabeth doesn't hold a grudge over anything well yeah but still like dude he's uh, well i guarantee up. you that if elizabeth wasn't in the picture he would probably hold a grudge because remember that his whole personality basically changed when he met elizabeth yes yes you make a good point but still they're literally fucking shit up i don't know it makes me so mad either it's incredibly good character development but it's just not enjoyable to watch uh, or it's just really really bad i i think it's, it's i one think of the two. i do think it really misses the mark in terms of being a really strong main character because i don't know i would have liked a whole like arc and stuff of like him trying to seek revenge and him battling like his parents in sort of a way or like yeah and like all of them coming together to basically try to break the curse on Meliodas. Meliodas. <laughs> and like, because cause they pretty much yeah. do that where they have to break a curse on him to like free him from his, um, his wrath, quote unquote. But like, it's really not a good motivation. Like, it would have been so much better if he's been consumed by rage, in my opinion. Yeah. Cause I mean, like, yeah, he is the sin of wrath, but he doesn't really exude wrath throughout the whole show exactly it's like only in certain points yeah so that's meliodas uh sorry guys the reason i keep saying meliodas is because in the abridged version they call him meliodas <laughs> as like a joke and i love it uh, so i'm gonna keep doing it and if you guys get annoyed just send a comment <laughs> email us it'll be too late but <laughs> i'll still be doing it but you can, <laughs> through the, the the time and space message me uh <laughs> but um yes I can talk about the next character. Okay. Uh, hello, my name is Elizabeth. 
What the hell? Oh, I hate myself so much. Everyone, uh, everyone turned turned off the audio right now. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so I'll talk about Elizabeth in the abridged version. She has a ridiculously ugly voice. It's so bad. But um, she is the definition of the younger princess. I think that's just a good way to sum it up. She. She's damsel in distress. She is damsel. That's all she ever is. She's damsel in distress. She is fan service. And she is in love with Meliodas. That's pretty she much She literally it. adds nothing to the team. She adds nothing. All she does is bring a little bit of information at the beginning of the anime that's really not substantial enough for anyone to get off their ass and do anything. And then all of a sudden, they're all like, yeah, let's get all the sins back together because this girl just kind of came to my house, which you can't even prove is actually the princess. <laughs> I'm like, in a world full of magic and like manipulation and like uh, like illusionary magic, they're just like, this must be Elizabeth. Like, get all the sins together. I'm like, y'all a bunch of dumbasses. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't really have much to say about this character. I really don't like her. Yes, our internet crapped out again. So we're back. Um, hopefully this time we can actually finish the episode. I can already tell that this is going to be by far the hardest episode for me to edit. So can't wait to waste two hours of my life doing this. Yes. Um, so yes. we're going to quickly get through the rest of these characters because we've been spending quite a few. Yeah, so pretty much we shit on Mel- uh, Meliodas successfully. We've also shit on Elizabeth. Uh, she's pretty useless as well. She literally is brings nothing to the group. Uh, there's like this big thing named Hawks. Uh, he doesn't really make sense. He's just kind of chilling. Um, he's super weak and super fucking annoying. And he just eats a lot of food. And he has some <laughs> demon powers. It's very confusing. He's mostly used as a way to in, um, explain to us what's going on. So Hawks will be like, I don't know what's happening. And then someone will be like, let me tell you, Hawks. And then I'm like, ah, thank you. Hawks is us as the audience members. <laughs> No, what's happening? Okay, Hawks, let me explain it to you. (laughs) Let me tell you how it is, sweetie. I love it in anime when they include those characters that are stupid and don't know what's happening because we need that. Yeah, they're like, well, I'm going to tell you what's happening. Yeah, and I'm like, the audience knows what's happening. (laughs) Thank you. I don't know if this is lazy story writing or really successful, (laughs) but I don't I don't care. Uh, anyway, yes. so do you want to talk about some of the you want to talk about some of this other sins? Yes, yeah, so we'll talk about Bon next. Yes. So Bon, he has the Vox sin of greed. He is, I think, the only human of the group. I believe so. Um, other than Elizabeth, if you can see Yes. Her. And wow. he is immortal. So he can't die no matter <laughs> what you times? do. He does feel pain, though. He does yes. feel pain. This man is a masochist. We'll just put it that way. Yes. Um. So he has a love interest, Elaine, who is King's sister. Um, and basically, so your husband, though. Yes, this is also my husband, though. Um, <laughs> and your body, but too. also, uh, he his whole basic goal is to just bring Elaine back. Like, he doesn't really care what's going on or, you know. um, And so his whole goal throughout the whole series is just to basically bring Elaine back. He could honestly care less what happens to the kingdom of Leonis or what goes on. Yeah. Uh, A quick side note. The the way Elaine does come back makes no sense. It shouldn't be possible. Like, they're like, oh, yeah, the chick that brought you back, we killed her, but you're still here? 
And I'm like, that no, is they not didn't kill her. How necromancy works. They didn't kill her. Oh, no, you're right. They just shoved her in a jar. That's right. Yeah, they like took away all her miasma power and then just shoved uh, her in a jar. Yes. We love shoving people in the jars. <laughs> Get old mason jar up the ass, you know. You know how it is, Mo. But yeah, I mean, that's Bond. He's just kind of, he's kind of the, he's the, he's probably, it's really hard to rank them in terms of like strength, but he's probably the one that's going to like charge into battle like the most. He's also the weakest of the six. Yeah. But he's definitely just a chunk blocker. <laughs> he's, he's a human meat shield. Basically. <laughs> All right. So that's enough about Bond. Uh, but yeah, he's the son of greed. Um, let's see. Uh, I can talk about King and Deanne real quick. Okay, go for it. So King is the fa- uh, a fairy king. Like the fairy king, hence his name being King. Um, and he is the son of sloth, which is funny because his original, he has a form that's super like oafish. Very like, um, he looks like a... a a, a derogatory way to look at nobles pretty much is like the rich uh fat people <laughs> that is in every anime but that's not his real form his real form looks like he's a small child um, as they all do and he has no wings and pretty much he has this like super incredibly powerful sphere called sphere chastiful and it it's badass he has incredibly high magic power like typical for fairies and it's honestly like really i really enjoyed watching king fight every single time yeah I think it's actually, like, foretold that, like, King was going to be one of the most powerful fairy kings to ever exist. Oh, yeah, exactly. And But the problem is, King's whole story is that he run he ran away from his duties at the fairy king forest, at the, 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 the fairy forest, and as a result, his sister died, as well as it getting horrifically attacked by demons. And so he's just, like, running around, like, dealing with that bullshit. And then also my favorite part of King is when he had his massive power upgrade at the end of one of the seasons, like last, <laughs> the last season, yes. he got really hot. And I was like, oh my God, that hair. I, I still like, think that he looked, uh, I liked his form better, but <laughs> before, I like, but yeah. I just, the hair for me, I was like, that is a lot going on there. Elvis yeah. Presley. Like what the hell are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. It just didn't really feel like King anymore. Yeah, even De- Deanne was like, King, is that you? And I'm like, ah, she lost interest because you don't look 12 anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Deanne, Deanne is the sin of envy. She is a giant, um, which she's really insecure about of how big she is. And um, pretty much she's just really envious of anyone because Meliodas love. She's just envious of everything. And pretty much she's, um, she's a lover, not a fighter. And as a result, she kind of got disowned from the giant clan. And so she's just trying to find her place in the world. And she and King kind of have a little something, something going on, which I don't know how that works because King is literally. Well, she, you know, she gets that potion from Merlin that like shrinks Well, she her gets down. smaller, but still King is still tiny. And it's just, it's super funny. I'm like, how does this work? How? I'm sure there's fan fiction about this. And I don't know <laughs> how I feel about it. Uh, I can, I can just imagine what they would use with Spear Chastiful. Honestly. Oh, please don't. Please. Let's just move on. Sorry, Mo. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, do you want to talk about one of the other sins? Yes, we'll talk about uh, Merlin. Yes, I love Merlin. Merlin. So she's probably the only one that has a decency of common sense throughout the whole group. 
He's the only one with any intelligence in the entire group. Um, it's so there for the first season. Yeah. <laughs> so Merlin is the Borson of what is it? Um, gluttony. Gluttony. Yes, and so she, we find it kind of find out like later on and stuff that she had taken gifts from both um the angels and the demons yes and as and (laughs) with basically pledging her allegiance to both you know and which wasn't not a good thing Um, not the option she was not the option (laughs) she was like "Hmm, i have two choices here I don't want to make a choice. I want it all. And let me just make my own path. And Which is why she is the Borson of Gluttony. And yeah. so... Uh, because her entire civilization was destroyed because of her gluttony. Yes. And because she's now, I think, what was it? Immort- she got, I think, immortality or something like that? Or like, she doesn't Yeah, she, she doesn't age. And I forgot... It was like two gifts. I think one gift was like knowledge, and then the other was like immortality or something yeah, like and that. So because of that, she couldn't die. So her and she knew died. everything. Yeah, but she actually, I think, out of all the sins, she plays the part of like the gluttony, like her actual sin, really, really well. I think she falls under, like you can at first you're like, how is this chick being gluttonous, and then you're like, wow, she just wants all power and all knowledge for herself, and. She constantly mm-hmm. strives for it, and as a result of her actions, an entire civilization died. I was like, that is a good D&D character right there. I was like, that is a good character. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um. So, yeah, Merlin, she ends up showing up, I think, in, like, the third season. Yeah, it was yes. pretty late. She, show- but, um, she shows up in the third season. Um. And at first, she's not really wanting to join the Seven Deadly Sins again. Yeah. Um, and then a whole bunch of stuff happens. She ends up joining, and but yeah, she she's doing her own thing with like Camelot because Camelot's a thing here too. And she yeah, but you're like huh, crossover no, universes because Camelot actually exists in this universe. Yeah, and King Arthur's an actual thing too. And yes, oh my gosh, and he has the whole sword. It's <laughs> except for the sword and the stone is now a sword inside of Arthur's body. <laughs> yeah. Like he just gets impaled with it. Uh, do you want to talk about the next character? Yes. Um, the next two actually are my two favorites. Uh, sins. Um, I'll talk about Escanor Forced because this man is just forced. absolutely forced. Forced. <laughs> sorry. This man is the definition of um pride. Pride incarnate. Uh, it's so bad. Like, so how uh, Escanor works as a sin is he has a super weak and feeble body during the night, but when it gets closer and closer to noon, and then wanes from noon he gets more and more powerful so his he actually has like this muscle form i guess is the best way he like bulks up and he is inc- he's like on par with meliodas if not more powerful yeah um, i think there's actually even a couple times that they have a fight when it's like at high noon and escanor actually wins yeah because escanor's power is actually um an archangel's power that's been trapped in him it's a whole thing explained in the fourth season honestly there's a lot of questions until like the final season that are actually answered in the final season. I'm like, wow, this makes sense now. I'm like, oh, this is groovy. Yeah, I was like, oh, they're oh, finally wrapping together. stuff up and they're finally getting to this. Like, oh, I got been sitting here bow. wondering about this shit for like the last four seasons. Yeah, just sitting here like, oh, that's a cool fight, I guess. I don't know why he can do it, but cool, that's groovy. But um, he's I, I enjoy watching Escanor. He literally just goes around. He's like, 
I am. He's like, there's no reason to feel any anger towards you because I know I'm simply better than you. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. oh my gosh, this man's but ego. compared to like his skinnier form, he's very feeble and he doesn't pride himself in that Oh yeah, form. it's such a stark difference and it's really in- in- entertaining to watch. Yeah, and so like when he is in contact with any form of sunlight, he gets that like muscular form. Yeah, 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 which is really, really cool. Um, and then the final sin is actually my favorite sin. It's Gother, the sin of lust. Lust, which I'll be honest, I had such a hard time understanding why he was lust for the longest time until it was explained that he lusts to be human. He lusts for a human heart, and I'm like, mm-hmm. wow, that is such a nice twist on the idea of lust, because like an FMA Brotherhood, lust is like a super sexual character, you know? Yes. But they 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 showed lust in a different light, and I really like that because each sin they kind of show that sin and kind of turn it on its head, like a, an aspect of it you don't necessarily consider. And I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Gother yeah. is a literal doll um, that has been made by a high-ranking demon or something like that, named Gother. <laughs> named Gother, and pretty much she has the ability to like uh, mess with people's memories. And I think Gother is. Is Gother like technically non-binary? I know he. Gother like, is technically non-binary, but he is modeled after like the demon lover. But yes. he made the demon. But he made Gother a boy, so that way he wouldn't sleep with it. Yeah. Or, like fall means- in love with it. Hey, I mean, I'm just saying you could have still fallen in love with that boy, but you know. <laughs> yeah. So the demon. A homophobic over here. Yeah, the demon Gother that actually made the doll, his lover was actually like killed. Yeah. Um, by I think by the commandments. Yeah, because they're not allowed to have a love interest or something yeah. like that. He's killed by the commandments. And um so he ended up making this doll that actually looked exactly like his lover, but he ended up making it a boy so that way he wouldn't be tempted to like sleep with it. Exactly. And what's actually really interesting is Gother, uh, both the doll and the creator of Gother, are is the biggest reason why everything in this anime has happened. Like, exactly. they're the ones that fucked things up and changed everything. And, then, like, when that information is revealed, I literally was like, oh, my God. Like, yeah, no, when it was I, such a good plot twist. When it was told that, like, they're the whole reason that the Holy War happened. Oh, you know? yeah. And, and then the whole, like, they literally created a person. And put it in everyone's memory. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's incredible. Like, or, yeah, no, that they're the reason that the Holy War ended. Yeah. I was just, like, yeah. what the fuck? Y'all, you'll have to watch it because I remember sitting there being like, oh my god, like, this is such a good plot twist. Like, I, I it is by far one of the best plot twists I've ever seen in anime. No question about it. Well, because I never thought that it would... Oh, I didn't see and it I coming, never but it makes complete that, like, sense. The doll Gother, Gother was like a big part of the Holy War. Yeah, me I just thought he was just like that, oh, kind of quirky side character that doesn't understand love. So, you know, he's going to learn how to use his emotions, blah, blah, you know, very basic, like, amnesia character or something mm-hmm. like that. What was the per- What was the person? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, um, what's his name? S- the um... Archangel. Ah, oh, shoot. I don't remember the Archangel's name. Yeah, the Archangel that he basically was like, oh, yeah, like, we're going to, like, switch, say, him to the other side. switch him to the other side. Yeah, and, like, even the 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 
the, the supreme deity and the demon king, the demon lord, both had their memories changed. It was just a crazy plot twist, guys. Y'all are going to have to watch it. Mm-hmm. We'll just we'll just leave it at that. Like I was like, can I tie this into my D and D campaign somehow? Well, because and it changed so like everything, like oh, why yeah. everyone was fighting and why everyone was, you know. Yeah, it just like it changed a lot of uh, motivations for characters and understanding, and it it was really solid. I really really mm-hmm. enjoyed it. Well, because I never thought that like if they were going to mess up a character, that that was the character that was getting messed up. You know, oh, a hundred percent. But yeah, guys, I think that sums up most of the characters. There's so many other characters, like, guys, the Holy there's Knights. There's, like, the Ten Commandments, the Holy oh, the Knights. Ten Commandments. <laughs> oh, my God, there's so many people. But pretty much, I think the one thing we kind of forgot to mention is the first season revolves around the idea that the Ten Commandments, I mean, the, the Holy seven- Knights, the Holy Knights are, like, uprising. So the Seven Deadly Sins are trying to, like, save the king and save the kingdom. Uh Pretty much they fuck shit up like the holy knights and resurrect the demon race. And then the demon race resurrects the commandments. And then the rest of the anime, they're find- the seven deadly sins are finding the ten commandments, which are high-ranking demons of the demon race. And then angels show up at some point. It's a lot. <laughs> and then the giants and the, 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 the fairies also show up. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, what else is going on here? Do we also talk about the, like, uh, the holy knight commander, Henrik? Oh yeah! How many times he switches sides? Because first season he's on the demon races side. By the last season he's like, oh yeah, let's like be on like the angel side and the holy deities, like you know, like yeah. But he's choosing like the shitty sides. But then also he's not with them. He's like, I'm on your side, but also I'm only here to protect this other person. I'm like, oh my god! And then there's Gilfunder. Oh my gosh, there's so (laughs) many people. Gilf under that name. I'm like, is he a fucking fish? Uh, is he a fish? What's your sister's name? Veronica. <laughs> the bridge. All I can think of is Ver- Bubbles. Bubbles. <laughs> Bubbles. <laughs> Jesus. There's yeah, like y'all. so many characters. And there's like no character development. Only for the sins a little bit. I think Bond has the best. Bond, King, Diane, and Gother have really solid character development. Yes. And no one else. Yeah. Escanor and Marilyn are pretty flat. Uh, they kind of really... stay the same. They don't yeah. change. Oh, yeah. And then Meliodas is just the opposite of angsty, which makes me sad. He could be such an angsty character, but he's not. Anyway. Uh, but, yeah, we should probably talk about animation. We have This episode is going to be so long. I know. But Mo, would you like to talk about animation? Yes, so the animation, I feel like compared to a lot of other animes, like it's in terms of like dimensions and stuff like that, it's very ah, flat. Ah, ah, ah. My, my foot fell asleep. Oh, shit. Oh, no. <laughs> ah, ah. It's cramping. Oh, my God. Oh, holy shit. Ah. Okay, we're you, good. You good? We're good. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just continue animation. Oh, shit. I said in terms of, like, animation and, like, terms of, like, dimension, it's very flat compared yeah. to a lot of, like, other anime that you typically see. Especially by A1 Studios. Yes. Um, it is very colorful, and they do bring out amazing color and different colors with every character. It's very easy to tell who's who. <laughs> yeah. Because we don't have like any characters that have the same hair color or anything like that. It's no, there's no same face syndrome or anything like that. Yeah. So, but in terms of like 
dimensions wise it's very flat compared to what i'm used to especially in this sort of genre yeah yeah no i i really liked it i thought i think a1 studios did a really good job at capturing the fight scenes i think they did oh, a yeah. good job the camera angles were pretty good and intense for those scenes and they do a really good job at animating the fights of course as yes. it's a1 studios yeah I mean, it's a1 <laughs> yeah uh, for the music, though, I thought the music actually had a pretty good soundtrack. I do remember the soundtrack really adding a lot to every single scene. Yes, I especially really like the openings. Oh, the openings are pretty good, but I always skip them because, once again, guys, this is a really this was an anime that is really bingeable. I always just skip the opening and endings. I was I would be watching it and I'd be like it's already the ending. I just started this episode. Yeah. So um. I think yeah. I think it was for the last season, not this season, but the first opening of the last season was one that I really liked, and I listened to it all the time, like every episode oh, really? that I watched. I'll have to check it out again. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so do you have anything else to say about music? I mean, I completely agree with what Maddie said, and that, you Ooh. know, I don't think that it took away or anything and i think that it honestly really added to the whole aspect of the show i agree but um yeah this anime definitely is a great gateway anime guys if you're trying to get someone to find an anime to just like introduce them to the genre like the the medium i would i would definitely suggest um seven deadly sins for people i know a lot of first-time anime watchers that this is their first anime and they really like it it's very like comparable to sao in terms of being a gateway anime Yes. It's not like fucking D. Gray Man, which is just alt fairy tale and stuff. <laughs> like, this is a, a solid, like, improvement of the shonen genre. Yes. Yeah, uh, that, I think, sums up the anime pretty well. Uh, Mo, uh, do you want to do a shameless plug, music rec, all the above? Oh, uh, yeah, you know, how we do every week. Every so, week. shamelessly plugging here, guys. So, listen up. Uh, we are an Instagram, Twitter tiktok and patreon and we are on three out of four of those platforms at bingers anime edition the name of this podcast that you know and love and we are on twitter at anime bingers go check it out please go do it right now go follow (laughs) go like our stuff go do it we're lonely please talk to us anyway um so for music rec i actually have a music rec this week okay go for it so the second ending of the uh SAO Alicization is actually really, really good. So I was recommending that. It's also in English, uh, but it's it's this really solid ending. I really enjoyed it. Also, speaking of SAO Alicization, damn, that anime was good. <laughs> like, guys, that arc is so freaking good. I'm going to need to watch it eventually. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, no, you should. Like, I enjoyed it. I binged it. Like, it was so, so easy to watch. Like, when I say I go to work and I was like, ah, oh, I'll go to work and I was excited to watch the anime. Like I wanted to go to work so I could watch the show. <laughs> it's a great feeling. Also, guys, once again, Maddie has fucked up and was watching SAO. You would think SAO is a safe anime to watch at work, right, Mo? SAO? Yeah, SAO. It depends on which parts. <laughs> well, I thought it was safe and then I'm over here and then all of a sudden the the administrator is completely naked trying to have sex with someone and then she's just naked the entire fight and i'm just like holy shit there's titties i was like ah and then my boss walks us over again why does this always happen to you 
because I one my boss walks by me a lot while I'm watching anime, but it's normally safe. But I mean, given for like the one time he sees this bad scene, there's like at least 20 other times he walks by me seeing me watch other stuff, which is fine. But he walked by and he's like, hey, um, and he like looks at me and I like quickly pause it and it's just paused at that. And I'm like, hmm. And he's looking at me. He's like, how about you sort these maps over here? And I'm like, yes, sir. And then I brought him donuts the next day. He's like, okay, you get to keep your job for another month. And I was like, I hope that's a joke. I hope that's good. <laughs> oh, I Matt, might be unemployed soon. Oh gosh, yeah. it'll be fine. It's fine. Everything's it's fine. fine. It's fine. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, we should probably. Um, well, you have a, you have to do your music rec too. Yeah, I know. I was kind of hoping that you would slide past that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I had to get one. You got to do one too. Um. While you do that, I'll pull up the. I have not watched like any anime this week. Well, is there any that you would like? Oh, how about you recommend one of the Seven Deadly Sins openings? There you go. I'll recommend the one that I talked about that I really liked that I watched all the time. Which I don't I'm remember pro- which one it was, but it was the beginning opening of the fourth season. So. Yes, I love it. Perfect. Also, I'll spin the wheel real quick. I just pulled it up on my phone. Uh, so it's spinning, and we'll figure out what we're reviewing next week, which next week will be like beginning of November, right? Yes. Okay, so um, actually, this is awesome. We're actually going to be reviewing an anime movie next week. Oh, what is it? Uh, a Silent Voice. A Silent Voice? Yeah. Oh, that's such a good one. It's, it's super sweet. It's super cute. I'll, I'll probably rewatch it just because it's a pretty solid anime. Yes. I re- Damn, that's that's going to be a nice little wholesome one we're about to watch. I know. Oh I love it. Not really in the it. Halloween tradition, but. Uh, it's fine. Talk- yeah. It's fine. Our last time we tried doing Halloween theme stuff, it didn't go too well. So we're just going to move on from that. Oh my God. It has been a year since we've done that. Dude, isn't it crazy? Ugh, I feel so I, old. Why does that feel like that only happened a couple months ago? Dude, but also at the same time, like it feels like an eternity ago. Yes. We were like in person. It was so much fun. And now we're over Zoom. We did Halloween themed stuff last year. Oh my yeah. gosh. We also did a lot more top tens and <laughs> we haven't done that in ages. <laughs> it's really just so much easier that. to review anime. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we don't have to do 10. as much work. We just have to watch the show. <laughs> well, but yes, thank you guys so much for tuning in this week to this episode. Sorry for how much of a mess it was. <laughs> Yes, it's a mess for us too. So yeah, the, if it's the time not, jump is my favorite part. Uh, it's not the quality of work that you're used to. We apologize. We'll do next better. We'll be better. It'll be next week. We'll probably be in person. So that'll be exciting. Yes. Woo. But yes, uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll see you next week. All right, guys. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.